Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start uh, episode 368 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Nancy. And she writes, Thank you for the information, Vidas. I have followed the suggestions on the link and I think all is well with my subscription. You asked uh, about my playing now. There are two issues that I'm dealing with. One, the first and most important issue is my physical limitations. I've been muddling along as best as I can, playing uh, almost exclusively on manuals. Not how I like it to be at all, and certainly not how I learned to play the organ 50 years ago. Unfortunately, there is at least one level of my lumbar spine at L4, where the nerve into my right leg is compressed by severe arthritis. Until I have major surgery to release the compressed nerve, I simply can't cope with the pain in my right leg and lower back long enough to return to pedal playing. The medical testing to locate exactly where the anomalies are has been ongoing since early this past spring. The neurosurgeon to whom I have entrusted my care is in no hurry to operate. This is a long-standing problem that affects not only my organ playing but also my ability to carry on the ordinary activities of daily life. Two. The second issue is that this coming Sunday is the last day the congregation of my church will worship in the sanctuary for several months. To save money on heating, for the past 10 years we have vacated the sanctuary after the last Sunday in December and moved into a much smaller space in our vestry where we have worshipped through Epiphany and most of Lent. Return to the sanctuary is on Palm Sunday. For that period of time, music is provided on the piano and sometimes via the pastor's MP3 player. Although I have a small portable heater that sits on the organ bench, the sanctuary is simply too cold to allow for realistic practice time. Having the heat in the sanctuary turned on up for practice time is an extravagance the church cannot afford. I effectively I effectively cease being an organist during this hiatus. Uh, 
My hope is that both issues might be resolved in the ensuing months, but that may be asking too much. I intend to keep up with my keyboard practice and to do as much with Total Organist as I can, short of actually having a pipe organ to play. As I am expected to provide the music for our winter worship services, the keyboard part can continue to improve, just not with any registration or pedals. I hope this gives you at least a partial picture of the environment in which I work. It has been over 30 years since I've had any instruction, and it is time for me to get serious again. My love for the organ in our sanctuary is a powerful motivator. Thank you for all that you do to encourage those of us who try to be faithful organists while living and working in less than ideal circumstances. All the best for the new year. Nancy That's a long story, but uh, quite a colorful description of Nancy's situation, right, Osha? Yes, it's fascinating, and I I can only guess how many organists would share the same experience or similar experience. Because uh, um, if we are talking about back problem, about spine problem, I think it's very common nowadays, not only for organists, but in general for people who working, let's say, with a computer every day. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of, you know, trouble with their spines. But that's a serious thing, you know. And all those surgeries, we are quite, quite, quite a risky thing, you know, for the back. Because it might help, but it might also, you know, hurt. Do you think that swimming is uh, an an activity that might be beneficial to this uh, situation? Well, in general, it is thought that swimming is easier for and less dangerous for people who have joint problems and back problems. So you would say yes, probably. I would say yes, but I'm not a physician, so... So anything we say um, here has to be taken just as our uh, understanding, not uh, necessarily an advice, because we're not uh, clinicians, right? We're not physicians, we're not doctors, medical doctors. And therefore, if we have advice, for example to go to the swimming pool from time to time. First of all, Nancy should, uh, you know, discuss this with her doctor. Anyway, I think that some kind of physical exercises is necessary for everybody. And, you know, you need to find something that works for you, of course, in consulting your physician. But anyway, if you know, if you have to do the back surgery, I I would say do it now and not later, because my mom was struggling with her spine all the time. She had you know various problems with it, and now when she almost can't walk because the nerves, damaged nerves, will not let her use her right leg, you know, mm-hmm. normally it's already too late to have a surgery because her back is 
so problematic that no soldier wants to operate her mm -hmm. and to take a risk. And uh, this um, back back uh, spine situation is because of her overworked uh, uh, joints, not joints, but uh, not joints. Over, but joints too, probably. Well, that's that's not a main problem. Mm -hmm. Are there any risks uh, while doing operations like that? Of course. So She might no, not be able to walk after surgery at all. You mean Nancy? Well, I'm not. I'm talking about my mom. Uh -huh. But yes, definitely there is a risk, depending on which part of your spine is operated. Because if it's no near your neck, you might get paralyzed completely, mm -hmm. full body. And the lower you go, the lower the paralysis might go. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, let's say, lower than your neck, those spine parts will affect your arms. And then the lower you go, it will affect your legs. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, it's a complicated issue. And uh, all we can do is to say how, for example, Osha's mom is feeling. But it's, it, it doesn't mean that this applies to anybody, right? Or everybody, right? It's just her situation. And everybody should consult their own physician and neuros, neurosurgeon. But still my mom does ex exercises every morning, so... Mm, what kind of exercises? Specific exercises that she was taught, you know, at the hospital. Uh-huh. So it's not like a, a regular uh, yoga? Oh, no, she could not do yoga. Mm -hmm. But it's it might be some exercises might be similar to Pilates, right? Yes, definitely. But with variations adjusted to True. her condition. Mm -hmm. So Pilates might be be another set of exercises. But anyway, we are talking, you know, what we are talking. But you need to consult physicians. Yes, of course. But we could direct. Don't pretend that you know you are a doctor with us. You are a musical doctor, not you know. <laughs> Position. I know, I know. So, but we are giving ideas about which to talk with the doctor. That's right. Swimming pool and, uh, for example, Pilates. Now let's go back to the organ, shall we? The organ, which is uh, a problem because it's cold in the winter and uh, the, the vestry is not heated uh, for Nancy. So... What would you do in this situation? Would you uh, would you wear gloves and uh, thick thick um, winter coats? Well, I don't, I don't think it's worth doing this mm -hmm. because I think the health is the most important issue for everybody. And you don't need you know to sacrifice your body just to be able to practice the organ. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it. Maybe you know 20 years ago, yes, but not now. And I would not suggest anybody, you know, to sacrifice themselves and just be able, you know, to play the pipe organ. What I would do, I would check, you know, in the neighborhood if there is possibility to get an access to an organ which is in a heat room. 
In an average charge, maybe. Yes. With pedals. What about practicing on the keyboard that uh, she's already doing, but taking advantage of um, what keyboard can offer? For example, she's already our total organ student, and we have if we have courses, let's say on music theory and harmony, would that be a good uh, a good uh, activity during winter months? Of course, it will never hurt, you know, knowing more music theory and harmony. And especially now, because she is kind of uh, not limited to to learning music for church. It's like a short break from from church for several months. Uh, and imagine in in the heated in the warmer times, she would have to prepare hymns and uh, church music uh, for services uh, every week, probably. And uh, then she wouldn't have much time to do theory and harmony. But now there is like a uh, like isolated period of time where she has uh, an access to a keyboard, but but not necessarily a, a deadline to work on on hymns and or music for church. I mean that could be a great time to develop her theory and uh, harmony skills. Yes, I think so. And plus, you know, if you have an access to the piano, it means that you can, you know, keep in a good shape with your manual technique. And this is also very important. Exactly. So, uh, everybody who is is with physical limitations or situation where pedals are not available could find some creative ways to practice and I think the most important thing is will to improve where is the will there is a way they say that's right sometimes even people you know with great disabilities do uh, great things and create an art mm-hmm. and maybe hope is that those problems or challenges might be temporary maybe she she will transfer to the to the to the warmer environment later on maybe maybe that operation will be successful on her back and she won't have those physical limitations this is hope for the future but in the meantime she endeavors could um, could do what they can and consult their physicians, of course. Thank you, guys. This was Vidas. And Osha. Please send us more questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. 
Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are worth teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.